0: Welcome, everyone, to Masterminds with Brother Shemel. I'm your host, Brother Shemel, and I have a special guest today. Um, I just want to say that this person uh, has really been a a, a gracious soul to not only myself, um, but my wife. uh, She actually interviewed me some time ago and I got the pleasure of really getting to um, know about her work. And so what I like to do is just give a little introduction to her. Um, Where could I start? I mean, she basically is um, dealing with the God science, as you will know through her um, website, And I will actually read a little bit about her. Um, She deals with, uh, of course, cosmic research and education. Um, She is known as, by many terms, the mirror. I'll just read this section here. According to the laws of time, the galactic purpose signature, GPS, of the original Titan is 18.258. 402, my mission is not only, is to not only instruct through classes of the hollow mind perceiver, but to finesse the memory of the gods through cosmic education and yogic practices. My work, the spiritual power of endlessness as it reflects the mirror universes in order to achieve all dimensions and existences in the third dimensions. And she is an esteemed author of a book that we're gonna go into known as Journey Back to Earth. She is also an animator. Um, You can check out her YouTube channel uh, where she has the universal laws of time. Um, And she's doing so much more, none other than the original Titan michelle
1: the mirror how are you and greetings thank you so much brother shimbel for having me on your platform it's a pleasure uh, i'm excited because i don't know what's going to happen and that's the beautiful thing about just letting things flow so thank you so much for that introduction you,
0: you're absolutely welcome it's my pleasure to have you on um so from here, I, before I continue, I know you go by many titles. Your um, Ken two fifty eight, the Mirror, um, whichever one of you you know, Michelle, you just call
1: me that, or you know, okay. whatever. I'm going to answer it regardless.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, cool. I will call you Michelle for now, but yes. just know, everybody know, like she goes by many um, different attributes because that's how cosmic she is, multi layered. So I want to go. We all
1: are. And Absolutely. that's the beautiful thing. Everybody, a lot of people don't even know their galactic self because we're so used to the three D. You know, yeah. we know we know ourselves in the three D, but what about in the four D and the five D and moving up? You know, yes. are we understanding our own selves, or are we even trying to to get all we can out of this life on this planet? Ask God. You right. know, we have to we have to show God, no matter where we are, what dimension, what planet. You know, Mm -hmm. um, right now we're we're doing a lousy job of, uh, you know, being God, in my opinion, on this planet. But that's going to change. And that's changing as the the cosmic uh, forces change. So will we. So, you know, still not all the way lost.
0: (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) We we still got a
1: little time.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Indeed. So, uh, Michelle, um, can you give us a brief background on yourself and your journey no pun intended um to this point where you became um, not only an animator but also an author on the subject of metaphysics how
1: how did that that's right. very interesting question that you asked that because um i, I feel like i've happened upon becoming an author and becoming uh, a holloman perceiver instructor or a cosmic uh educator um, I I didn't I started, like most people that I know, indoctrinated with Christianity. Um, I don't do away with Christianity because I feel that all truths are in every form, and everywhere. Yeah. But it was a platform, not designed for me to stay there, but to catapult. And then from there, went to Islam, um, to Islam, with, with reading about the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, um, the various books that they have over there, Message to the Black Man, uh, you know, how to eat to live, you know, all those type things. And I was just thoroughly engrossed with uh, the, the uh, Lewis minister, Lewis Farrakhan and his tapes. And I say tapes because back then I was buying the DVDs. Uh, no, no, not the DVDs. The uh, VHS. Huh? VH- VHS. Yeah. The, the VHS is right. Yeah. Um, and uh, of course that's, you know, that's obsolete now, but that's where I was at that point. From there, I was I was still at, at a loss I, and something in my spirit, you know, I'm like, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. So I just stopped looking, you know, a lot of times you just, you have to just stop looking. And I did that, still wasn't happy. Then it came to a point where um, I felt like I was being driven into the wilderness. Things was happening in my life, uh, financially wise, um, you know, with the crash of 2008, that man, that really set me back a lot, you know? And so, and then my body began to go through changes and I'm like, wow, what's, what's, what's the message here? What am I supposed to be learning? What I was learning was how to be humble, you know, how to actually really go within and stop just relying on the information that I had learned um, and thinking that's going to be saving me. If I don't pu- apply it, then it's not going to do anything. So I had to start applying that. Um, and I got with a group called Self Investors at uh, BlogTalkRadio.com, which um, which has the Oracle Miss Blue, uh, yes. I attended and with Brother Bilal Muhammad, uh, Bilal the Experience, uh, my brother um, Helen out of uh, New Orleans. Um, both of them together uh, came about these classes called Self Investing. I've been with those classes for like at least seven years. Um, uh, they encouraged getting into the imaginal world. They encourage uh, storytelling and things like that. Now that might sound like, you know, it might sound like child's play to some people because a lot of times we want to get so deep. But we have to understand just like Jesus said, unless you become like as a child and mm-hmm. can accept these simple things because that's really what it is. We have gotten so indoctrinated with what the world, what the world is saying. And that's way off kilter for us. You know, we are gods from the spirit realm, not the material. You know, the materials go by, it's going to, it's going to fall in line to what we tell it to from the spiritual standpoint. And that's how we're going to be able to maneuver out of the crap that we're looking at now with all of this, you know, mandatory vaccines and, you know, trying to, to tether our movements all over the planet, you know, fending all of these so-called you know famines and different uh, weather situations. Now I'm not saying that 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 mankind has anything to do with all of it because Mother Earth, um, come on, you know none of us would be on the planet if she wasn't merciful enough to allow us to be here. You know mm-hmm. um, I think that's one of the reasons why the those that are uh, that are the elitist want to get so many people off the planet because they feel that that's going to help stop the pole shift, but it's not. You know, they can't rule this planet if there's nobody here or if the planet goes into a pole ship. <laughs> who who are they going to rule, you know? Mm. The, the world is going to go into an ice age. And so they feel like, wow, let's get rid of some of the people off the planet so we can have some resources to to to, to play this out. But that's not the answer either. Getting, getting into the Blue Origins uh, space shuttle, Jeff Bezos over here, you know, and, and and Elon Musk, his Dragon uh, and SpaceX rockets, that's not going to help either. If it would have helped, they would all be gone by now and not worry about having to give anybody a vaccine. But they're not going to be able to leave off this planet because that's not really how to operate out there, you know, because there is no out there. It's in here, you right. know? And that's what we as our people have to understand. But so see, they cut that, that, that information off from us when they got rid of our, our ancestors. I'm talking about in this landmass. I'm not talking way back thousands and thousands wow. of years right now. You know? So a lot of pertinent information that we no longer have, but we're starting to get it back now through, through the DNA, through meditation, through learning, uh, learning about ourselves, Your book, you know, with the math, you know, talking about how many days in a circle. You know, I mean, you know, all of these things that you start to ask and question when you get into this type of science. Yeah. You know, it's not like the science teacher that we had growing up who didn't know nothing either, you know, and who kind of like turned us all the way off from wanting to know anything scientific Mm -hmm. to the point now where people like myself and people like Lord Taharka, Kanishka Watt, over at the MIMIC and other folks over at Jewish or whoever else is teaching the laws of time, which I'm sure the lawoftime.org people are with Stephanie South, we're having problems with people concentrating, focusing, you know, to, to get what we're trying to give. Um, it can be done, but what's happening is that these, these elk waves are coming at us through the music, through the food, through the radio, through all everything. A hold the whole genre and it's difficult to fight because a lot of the messages are going to the subconscious and you're not really aware of that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not really aware. It, the only way you're going to be aware is to consciously be aware of your consciousness moment to moment. So you can block what's going on going into your subconscious and then cut off some, you know, uh, redirect feedback loops to make them do what you want them to do. See, if we don't take control over our treasures, which is our dome, well, we'll be washed away just like Noah. So I didn't mean to go around the mulberry bush about, but that's how I ended up here. Okay. uh, With with the law of time, I went to Jewish. They had some type of uh, early morning services. Uh, They were free, you know, and I like that. I like free. So, and that's why I try to get free things on my website. Not right. just all the time, buy, 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 buy. You, it has to be a balance, you know? Absolutely. You Absolutely. give a little and then you take a little and then you, together we will make it happen. But anyway, over there, that's when I learned about the how of Mind Perceiver through, at that time, Professor Harold Cosby. I followed them over to Mimic. and then that's when I got my opportunity, when he gave me the opportunity to, to take that platform, which I appreciate him so much for. So that's, right. that's, that's, that's where we are today.
0: That's great. That's great. And, um, I like how you said that it's within us, you know, it's not about going out, but going within. And also the fact that you mentioned about the science, I know you came, um, you went through the the transition of studying under the nation of Islam. And I know that in their lessons, they have Supreme mathematics, Supreme alphabet and things of that nature. Um, yeah. I know when I grew up, I grew up around the, the nations of, the, of God's nurse, the 5% nation. Um, for me, that was kind of my interest in the science, so to speak, for, what, for lack of a better word. Because like you said, in the school system, they don't, they don't make it interesting. God.
1: They put the worst of the worst, who wasn't passing, barely passed, put them in the Black communities to teach. And they're mm-hmm. not going to inspire because actually they don't really know it well themselves. You know, if you're a teacher or an instructor or somebody who's there to help guide somebody else, you ought to you ought to have some type of passion for it. I think, you know, Um, and and also forgive the ambulances. I live right down the street from the from the fire station. Um, To me, you have to you have to be passionate about what you're doing to catch the attention of the people. Number one. And because you like doing it. And they can see that you like doing it. And then they might want to say, well, let me see what this is about because they seem really excited about it. Mm -hmm. But if you come up before the people, and I'm talking to children who are already restless because they're not used to learning in the manner that we're forcing them to learn, in, which is linear thinking, that's not how how our little boys learn. And that's not even how little girls learn. They learn in circular patterns. You know what I'm saying? To go start from one point and go around that circle. Not no straight, you know, there's no such thing. What do you mean, straight, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, and then they come before them and they're boring, you know, they're they talking, they're somewhere else. Of course, they not, They don't care, you know? And if we don't care about our own children at this point, um, to take them out of these schools uh, and 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 do your own training, I mean, do your own, yeah. uh, what do you call that, homeschooling? Yes. You got to do it. You know, if you have
0: Absolutely. to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree with that. Absolutely. And so I want with that, I want us to transition into the subject matter of the book um, entitled Journey Back to Earth. Because in this book, you, you're giving a lot of information. Yeah, go ahead. Show it. Journey um, Back to Earth. Whew. Journey Back to Earth. It's a little, packed with a lot of information. And people will definitely be intrigued. It's a good, very good read. What inspired you to write this book?
1: Once again, the self-invested class inspired me to reach back into all of my notebooks that I was dibbling and writing stuff down, but not taking it that serious. Whereas Mm -hmm. some people, they they have diaries. I never had a diary, never had a desire for a diary, but I would have, my imagination would have these characters and I would just write stuff down, write little short stories in different notebooks, forget about the notebooks, because I wasn't taking it serious. But when right. I got to self invested class and realized that, I, hey, I might be able to make something of this if it's something I love doing, then I began to get all the books that I, all of the stuff I had and start putting it together. That's how I started writing a journey back to earth, um, dealing with fairies, the fairy lands, um, the imps, you know, all the things that we hear about in fairy tales, not understanding and realizing that they have their own dimensions as well. Now, can, uh, can we prove everything? No, we can't prove everything that's coming from the spirit realm. You know, everything is not in scholarship. Uh, and I can't even say unfortunately because, it's, because everybody ain't like Earth. You know, right. Earth is a school, you know, and, yes. and we we're not going to be fed everything that's out there because we won't be able to handle it. You know, if I knew that there was an ape uh, parallel existence, for instance, that looked similar to us or the the planet of the apes, you know, from Hollywood. Um, you know, what do I really think I could blend in, deal with that, or whatever? Personally, I think I would, because I'd rather be in, in the society, no matter how they look, if they're civilized, than to be in this type of society where you are not um considered, you know, first of all, that's a human, mm-hmm. you know, second of all, as you are second class, still a second or third class citizen. And, and the list goes on and on, you know, yeah. there, nobody's, nobody's cultivating the God in you, you know what I'm saying? From, from a child all the way up. Well, when I was coming up, cause I, yeah. I, I'm a little older than, than you are, I think, <laughs> you know, but I, I'm just saying, you know, um, that's how we grew up now, you know, so getting back to the book again, it's a book about as below, so above. You know everything that's happening down here is actually happening in the heavens as well, um, in different star systems. You know, in different different uh, uh, planets, uh, solar systems, and, and, and the whole like. You know, when we talk about discrimination, this journey back to Earth will start talking about how the gods, the primordial gods, which which are the source. Uh, that I have it listed as the source. Okay. And this let's just let me just say this as a disclaimer. This book is considered a sci fi adventure book. It's not considered a book for you to read this book and, and go, wow, you know, I'm going to implement this. No, no, this is this is this is a fantasy book. It's a book that has it has some lessons in it. But I mean, you know, and you can maybe even see somebody that you know in it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or some character, you know. But um the thing about it is, it's touching on a lot of different things. Uh, they were discriminated against; those that that uh, that were considered the mixed gods. You know, they of course could not dwell on the highest of the heavens, and they had to go to the lower heavens. You know, because they just couldn't reach that high. And that's and if when you start talking levels, that's what we're going through as gods on this planet. Right. Everybody's at different levels. You know, yeah. it doesn't mean that, even though it meant that to the gods in the book. But in all actuality, um, if we had a little bit more mercy and if the gods had a little bit more mercy for their own children, the Lord gods, perhaps right. they wouldn't have spent so much time trying to figure out a plan to come back to earth to save us, the light workers. You right. know, that's how I put it in the book that people like me, you, uh, you know, your wife, Inez, and, and everybody that we know um, came to this planet for some purpose. Or well, we wouldn't have been able to get here. You can't just come here for not. You know, you have a plan, you have a contract, you know, and like our brother, Wani uh, uh, Kimi Tahuti Shabazz always puts it, your mother went through contractions for your contract, <laughs> mm. you know. Um, so, and you signed that bad boy because you're here. It wasn't breached because you didn't come feet first, right? You didn't right. come dead, uh, dead. Uh, what you call that? Stillborn Still or anything like that? Yeah. You know. So w- the problem is, is that the amnesia factor, and that's what the folks in the journey back to Earth happened to them. The gods, they they forgot who they were, just like we forgot who we are. We don't. Yeah. A lot of us won't even acknowledge that we're gods. Right. They right. think that that's something religion. all oh, that's bad for us to say that. But they don't understand that particular element happened to us where we forget everything of our divinity you know right Right. you know and that's what happened to them so when the when the guys understood what was going on all right because of a blunder i'm not gonna gonna tell the whole story but they uh they realized that it was more to it when they got down here they could not simulate it all the way You know, they they went to the schools and did the simulations to try to, okay, we think we got it. We're going to go to earth. We're going to do walk-ins, you know, Mm. walk-ins for those who don't know are for people who, who pass out of their body, but the body does not die. Okay. They're gone, but another soul can come in because of a contract that may have been made. Now, a lot of people don't, may not believe in that and that's okay. This is like, once again, this is a science fiction. It's entitled a, a Science Fiction Book. So they decided to come in as uh, walk-ins because of the fact that the doctors on Earth were giving the, the children so many shots, okay, oh, that it was gosh. killing them. And the women were aborting, you know? Um, I, I touched on that a little bit in the book, but, you know, um, I plan on making this book a move, uh, some type of a animation or a movie or something like that. It's got a lot of moving parts. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have time right now to say, I'm gonna do the whole book. Right. It's just too much, you know? Yeah. So I would probably start with maybe starting off some, some series of them in the heavens, and then from there to the Milky Way Council, all right? Because that, that whole thing too with Danomo, Danomo, right. Melanos, you know, Sese, and all those people that's on the panel, that couldn't hardly get along you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and to me that made it a little bit more realistic i mean yes. does everybody in the heavens really get along i would have to say no
0: it wouldn't make sense that that would be the case
1: they don't all get along you know right. and they, they might all have the same agenda but differ on how that agenda should be carried out that's why they got all these councils you yes. know the count syrian council the you know, the Intergalactic Federation Council, the, the mothership and they councils. You know, they're just you know, but the, yeah. the thing is is that we have came from from councils as well. Yes. We just and we could tap into it if we would learn how to meditate and understand that our brain is not the enemy. A lot of people say you're because of your brain. No, let's don't turn against the brain right now because you're not doing anything consciously without that brain on this planet. Now, once you leave the body, then no, you don't need the brain. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You don't need anything at that point.
0: <laughs> right.
1: So you want to make sure that when you when you exit out of your body, that your light body is intact. Okay. And your consciousness is intact. You know, I remember a long time ago, this this one girl, uh, she was actually older than me. This one lady asked me, she said, how do you know that, that you're still conscious when you leave, when you die? Come on, Michelle. How do you know that? So I asked her, I said, Well, how would you know you're in heaven? Or how would you know you're in hell? You know, it's from what? From your own consciousness. That's all you're going to know. So you got to have a conscious. Yes. yes. You got to be conscious of it. Or you, how would you, why would they even come to you with a heaven and hell if, you, if 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 nothing, you don't know nothing when you leave out?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And, it, <laughs> and it's it's interesting you mentioned that because a lot of people with, um, a Christian mindset they can't relate to a lot of the sciences that you mentioned but oddly enough I th- and I think you may have alluded to it is that a lot of it can be looked at in the Bible if you look at it from that perspective like when you- I opened the book and I read the first part I'll just read it for, uh, yeah,
1: for the yeah, yeah. That's in okay. the prologue
0: it says the source defined as the self-created gods were contained with Immortal life, love, and unspeakable goodness in the cosmos. They bore fruits of their likeness known as the gods. They resided on the highest spheres of the heavens and were elevated in spiritual vibration, their birthright. The gods delighted in the freedom of creativity and constantly desired to create something new. Now, me... Knowing a kind of a lot about dealing with Kabbalah and and the Hebrew on in the Genesis, to me that's the Genesis story because in the in the um, Genesis chapter one verse one it says in the beginning God created heaven and the earth. Now from a Christian mindset they think that's one being, but it actually the Hebrew word Elohim is plural for gods. So you mentioned about the gods, the Lord gods that would be Yahweh Elohim. So. When I read it from that perspective, I was able able to make sense, you know? And um, why, this kind of leads to my question here. Why is it, particularly like in a book like Revelations, um, which I think 99% of preachers don't touch in their sermons. Why do you think that in the Christian mind, in the Christian dogma, they tend to not delve into that as much? To get a better explanation, why do you think it's so surface in their explanation of the Bible?
1: Well, um, some are just not learned enough. Number one, those who are are afraid of what the you know what their um, what you call it not the not the popem them but their little convention stuff. You know, right. the first Baptist, second Baptist and all the different committee folks. They want to, they, they don't want to be this barred, okay, for saying right. something that they feel like they shouldn't say. And I think that that's going on a lot. That's been going on a lot in those uh, theological schools. They know mm-hmm. the truth, right? you know, but then still desire to come before the people um, with half truth, which to me make a whole lot. You know, we're talking about grooming, the people into their godhood you cannot do that talking about a calendar number one now i know you know where i'm going to go with that yeah we have set our whole life to a calendar our birthday our death day okay Uh, our our what's happening all of the so-called holy days or holidays everything to a calendar that has no power from the cosmos what is Monday? That's supposed to be a moon day, okay? Mm-hmm. What about Tuesday? That's some some Mars made up God, okay? So mm-hmm. I don't know who they are, all right? Yeah. But for this, because of the fact that the whole world is going by the Gregorian calendar, at some point, you do have to keep one in order to, to do business, okay, or to, to be in it but not of it, all right? right. You right. should still have your own personal 13-moon calendar, I don't care if it's ancient Egyptian. I don't care if it's it's ancient Chinese, India, Olmec, or whatever, 13 moons. Okay, those those are the real calendars that do have cosmic juice that help your mind, right? To turn the way it's supposed to, to do what? To bring about the synchronicity. You know, as you use your God, your imagination. It's not out there, it's in here. It's in you. Mm -hmm. You know everything I tell people in the groups that I form on my uh, website. Everything that you can look at around you—I don't care where you are—in your house, in your car, everything that you have—it came out of here. It didn't come out of out of me, out of her, out of him, nowhere else but you. Right. So what? Where this? That's the imagination. You imagined it first. Mm-hmm. So why aren't we using that to change the dynamics outside of ourselves? We, we get so caught up in what they're doing, what they're doing, what they're doing. I don't want to hear about what they're doing anymore. My job is to, to, to get the people prepared for when it really go down, because it's going down now, all right? But when it really go down, I want people to know about the, simu- the simultaneous uh, universe model, meaning that at certain points, energy is going to kick at the right time, at the right space, and then boom, you're going to be in another existence. Those things happen all the time. We're living in wheels within wheels. Right. You know, some people call them cycles. Some people call them cycles, wheels, whatever. It's still different. And then there's some, some cycles that we've never seen on this planet right. that we, we may not ever see in the position that we are in Velatropa. You know, does it mean that those cycles don't exist? No, they do exist. But they, they, it take a while for it to come all the way back around. So what's going on now is that we're going into the 26,000 year uh, uh, ice age or end of the cycle, right? And we will go into another ice age, but then there's a golden age that we're going to experience as well. Which one is going to come first? I think it's going to be the pole shift first, but I, that doesn't stop me and you from living. We can still right. experience the golden age on earth called a spiritual earth, you right. see? It's right. a, just like it's a physical you and a spiritual you, it's a physical earth and a spiritual earth. Which right. one do you choose to be on?
0: Yeah.
1: If you want to listen to the, to, the, to the lying news and media, then you're going to be on the physical mundane earth and be left, you know? Yeah. But if you want to go within and know that the kingdom of heaven is within you, right, right. and know how to call forth those things as though they were, even though they're not that you can see with these two eyes, but you can see within your, in your first eye or your third eye, you're going with the spiritual earth. And you won't even, if that the old what won't even occur to you that it's even happening. It, mm. It'll be like an old story tale. Really? Yeah, you know, that's of your, we don't remember that. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's right. everything be brand new. Right. You know, so, and, you know, people say, well, what did our forefathers do? Where did the Lemurians come from? Where did the Atlanteans come from? You know, and we all agree that um the gods all right had a hand in in helping us all right to reform us to put things on our brains to to do our dna over all that madness i won't say madness but all of those things occurred yes does that mean that it still wasn't the ice age i mean does it mean that we still weren't here i don't think so now we could be here but not here did you did you see me at the party? wasn't that though part i didn't see you yes i was <laughs> right, there right. i was exactly. there now you started telling me all the stuff that was going on but like, man you was there but i didn't see you do i got to to know that you are there it's all kind of civilization is existing all around us right now that we're not vibrating uh, high enough to see you know life all around us that we can't even see but if we can learn how to go within instill that mind and start looking for what we want to see, we'll see it. Hmm. And then, so you know, we won't know who, who the hell is Biden now. I don't know Biden, what are you talking about? Sorry. I don't know anything about any of that. You in another place now. Did you not know that you're on the spiritual earth, you know, or something along those lines? I know people might think that I'm a dreamer, you know, or something like that, but that's, I don't care. You know, I'm going to still figure out a way how to teach what it is that I'm talking about because that to me is what it meant in Revelations when they, when all those untold numbers of people were missing. That's right. because they found out how to go within and when that energy from the sun, okay, when that cosmic energy came in and hit at the right time, bam, we were gone. Right. No, nothing can tether it. Oh, they trying to put the Starlinks out there. Oh, they trying to, you know, put a chip in us with the vaccines, you know, because those people got meddled. I've seen one little boy hold a battery to his chest and it's stuck on there. Mm. I mean, it's it's materializing and crystallizing people's major organs. Okay, mm. so that they can switch on 5G or whatever and make people do whatever they want them to do. They done yeah. took it to a whole other level. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So we gonna take it to a whole nother level now. From the spirit realm. Mm. Okay. Because they can't keep up their stuff without the without Mother Nature's substance, right?
0: Exactly.
1: But if Mother Nature turned around and say, now nah, my children know what they gotta do, and I'm finna do my postship. What, what are they gonna do now? They yeah. they got their needs, they need the supplies for Mother Earth, but Mother Earth is not gonna give it to them. So that's their punishment, <laughs> you know. <laughs> exactly, and exactly. they can't go; they can't go where we go because they—they're not going with them.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So that's pretty
1: good, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely.
0: That's that. We new always
1: earth. got the upper hand. We should never feel like we, you know, that we doomed or or we ain't got it. And, and it's know? interesting
0: you say that because that is the narrative, like you said, through the media they push that old. Um, Woe is me! That victim mentality, you the know, the fear. Exactly. So, uh, with that, I want to speak about because you mentioned earlier about the gods. I want to get into some of the characters of your book. Uh, main character being uh, a Pepe. Um, so I was I was peeping the names. Pepe, yes.
1: a um, You know, that's pepper. a god. Um, it's, it's considered an evil god. To a lot of people, uh, a pep, an ancient guy, yes. you yes. know? But I put the A on there to kind of, you know, give it a little flavor, pepper, you know? Right. Um. He was one of my favorite characters to write. And, and the way how I see him, I don't know who I would get to ever play him, you know, if I could afford it. And I'm going to talk as if I could afford it. I don't right. know. I think somebody probably like Michael J. White, I would love to play a Pepper, you know, okay. um, but I would prefer I, I would prefer a Pepper because he is dark, and I don't know if Michael J. White is dark enough, you know.
0: Are you Silva? Huh? A Dries Elba?
1: Uh, no, he ain't mass, he ain't muscular, <laughs> Okay, <enough. laughs> Okay, 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 I, I got you. I don't so. know, I don't know, but something along that line. Um, I, I like the Pepper. I also like um, uh, Sensei because i think she's she's cool she's brave she's feminine you know she knows her place she's not she's not a feminist even though in my opinion she's not even though she got elected to the the milky way council uh amongst all of the men the you know the masculine energies she was mm-hmm. still able to hold her own without overpowering any of them even though they overpowered her i mean they you know they took some of her ideas and stuff you know but she didn't she didn't she didn't make a big deal about it, right? You know, right. and for anybody to want to come to Earth, then in the book and now in reality is <laughs> wow. You know, to to have to lower your energy this low just to get here, just to come here. Yeah, that's a lot.
0: Yeah, it is. It is.
1: You know, and then right. be able to get here and do your mission without forgetting. I mean, this is a hell of a game that we're playing here. You know, Mm -hmm. when I say game, I don't mean, I don't mean, uh, you know, I don't mean it in the way that the world says a game, but I mean a game as of pointing your skills, doing what it takes to help a planet out and then keeping it moving. That's what we do. This is not the only planet we've been on to help, you know, Uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on all over the place. You know, where we, where we take our expertise and we go now, I would love to, I always say that I wish to, and I might even be part of the, uh, the Galactic Mayans. I always think that, wow, what if I was a part of the Galactic Mayans? You know, I would love to think that I was, but do you know the math that you have to know? <laughs> you know, and all of the secrets of the universe as far as the beams and the lights and how to, you know, be planet makers and all this stuff. I'm like, wow, I don't know. But then right. again, who, how you're not the same person as this, you know, as your galactic self. You you can't. We can't right. compare our earthly self with with the the more high the most high cell. Right, right. You know what I'm saying. Absolutely. So it's a possibility that we were or are on some of these committees and just you know, just was never taught that we were.
0: Right, like you said, the amnesia.
1: Yeah, the amnesia. So We Tell our children what when they say, "Mom, I'm gonna be this," when, uh, my mom or daddy, I'm gonna be this when I grow up. A lot of times they go, oh, yeah, okay. Or go sit down somewhere, right? Mm. Stop playing. Okay, well, that's their imagination. That's the God in them. That's what they come into the world with. That's fresh, their imagination, yeah. you know? And we stifle that imagination in our children and tell them to get real when we're the ones that's so far away from the reality until they ain't even funny.
0: Mm.
1: It's, you know, it's, it's hard for people that I work with to even meditate for three minutes without so much, without their mind or so much going on, without yes. being scattered. So if right. that's the case, how do they have time enough to go into the imagination to, to to really put in place what they want, to experience in this third dimension, whether it's to be more wealthier, okay, because it's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with wanting to be wealthy or rich. Right. You were made to feel like something wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Because we are not talking about just simply engaging our five senses on a mundane level, but instead bumping them up to the highest that we can put it into. We need money to do that. We need money to go traveling some places or holding committees or whatever. You know, so (laughs) I don't think there's nothing wrong with wanting to be.
0: Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Want to be rich and have a new car, have a new house or anything. Go into the imagination. Mm. and test it yeah you know and let's just test it to see and if it starts working then we can work on these idiots that we see outside of ourselves that's trying to have control over us the gods Mm. how you gonna have control over the gods from using other people to put fear you know if right. you don't do this, you're not gonna eat. You're not gonna have a job. You're not gonna work. You won't be able to go to your favorite place overseas. You won't be able to do not. Says so hold. Mm. Go to my imagination. Next thing you know, uh, they lifted something. Okay. Yeah. They done lift some rule. They done did something, and you just don't. Go- we don't realize how powerful we are.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Just from that imagination, that is the God quality.
1: That's God. Right. All day long as God right. in you. What else could be better than the kingdom of heaven than your imagination? In you. But we keep stifling it out of other people. Uh, you need to come off of that trip. They call it a trip. Well, What, what <laughs> am I supposed to do? Put put it in my hands? and my 3D hands? How am I going to operate and do all the stuff that the cosmos does? That's not my job. Right. The cosmos is the genie. I rub that genie from my imagination and it te- it's gonna put it together. Not me.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: But we're so yep. worried. We got a plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D. That's not godly to have all them damn plans. Can you understand? Can you imagine a God, right? A Lord, uh, having all them contingencies. Uh uh-uh. uh. They say it's gonna perform what they were saying gonna perform. And they know it's going to do it because they've tried it and they've done it and they perfected it until they got, that is, it is. That's why it's just is. And ain't no past, ain't no future. It just simply is.
0: Got So with that, let me ask you this, because this book that you wrote, how was it, because you talk about just being and it is, was this process to write this book when you first started out, did you try to do it structured-wise, or was everything just flowing, you know? I
1: believe I channeled this book. I, I mean, I really do. Because once I started writing certain, I, I couldn't stop. It's like, I I feel like I channeled it in a lot of ways, as far as the food, you know, that they were eating the different levels of wine that they could get, you know, because they were mm-hmm. different levels. You know, all those different little nuances like that, I feel like I kind of channeled that a lot of ways, you know. Um, and, and then it began to flow when I tapped into that, you know, the characters that came to me. And it's a lot of different characters,
0: right? You right. know,
1: it's so many. You got the OSHA guy. You got all of the Ted and Death and and all of the top soldiers who were who had their own specialty. You know, I mean, my mm-hmm. goodness, you know, they were doing the do. Just they was they were some badasses just themselves. And here, a pepper is that's the leader of the legions, yet he has his own um, insecurities, especially when it came down to love, when it came down to romance, you know? Um, And for the guys out there, all the the gods, who feel that, wow, I'm not the most handsomest man in the world. But look at the papa. He knew he was not the most handsome, but he was still so attractive to people like Sessene, who was considered a gem to a lot of the gods. She, he was able to pull her, you know, but mm-hmm. he he wasn't secure enough to understand that he could have pulled her, you know, right. um, because he just felt that his 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 roughness, his battle, uh, his uh, scuffed face, and all that was such a turn off, you know. And then the fact that he was a fairy, you know, with all of the don't want to be thanked and you know don't don't do this and don't do that, mm-hmm. you know, that he felt put people off. Well he he started he started i think getting in touch with his filmers and i think that if i ever wrote another a sequel to this i would definitely uh try to put those two together you know right. not to say it's going to work you know <laughs> i mean it, you got to make it interesting you know right oh he almost had it nope she didn't get it. no she she <laughs> oh no he didn't get you know so the people yeah. can read but um yeah don't So all the guys out there, don't feel like, don't go, don't be judged about how you look. Mm -hmm. If your inner world is together, you know what I'm saying? All that's going to come out and then, you know, she's going to see that beauty. You know, she's going to see that. And and it's nothing more beautiful than anybody who was living in their Godhood. Mm, That is so attractive. And you know what you're talking about, and you live in what you're saying. That's attractive,
0: right?
1: You know, I don't care if you a boxer or whatever. You don't got necessarily be no uh, speaker out there and all that, but just being true to yourself. To me, that's you know that's that's the glamour right there. Not how you're looking. Right. I don't. I can't tell you how many couples I done seen over my years, and you'd be like, "How's he with her? You know, <laughs> what does she got? You know, you're looking right. from the <laughs> outside." Not right. the not what's going on, not the dynamics that they have, or anything, you yeah. know, or vice versa, oh, we, my God, he is ugly, what does she see in him? you know, and he and she treats him like a king, and he right. treats her like a queen, and you'd be like, oh, but they you know you know that's to me that's ignorant because yeah. and it's and it borderlines on jealousy too <laughs> you know. It does. They hate, they hate. It's
0: a little jealousy there, you know, when you see somebody happy. Right, right. That's <laughs> something. Now, uh, with Peppa, uh, one thing I noticed is that he's he has mixed natures. Yeah, he ha- he's you said he's a half fairy, half dragon. Yeah. In the in the book, can you kind of speak to that as to why you um, wrote, created his character to be such, and how that may relate to certain people today
1: well because the papa is a misguide and there's so many misguides when you have love making it with hate you know dark Mm -hmm. making it with light or somebody who's considered you know um not going your way or unequally yoked or however you want to put it but Mm -hmm. there's a chemistry and then and then creation happens okay um, so now you got all these misguides. Now, why did I pick the fairy? The fairy, well, his mom was a fairy. Fairies have all kind of magic, all kind of abilities. You know, I wanted them to have some of those abilities to shapeshift, you know, to or things like that. But then I wanted him to be tough, you know, as a man uh God, you know. And <clears throat> so the only thing I think of was a dragon, you know, the dragon, you know, with the tough wing. Remember his wings, Ain't no little bitty fairy wings. They're tough, right? You know, he when he bring them out, they they coming out there, you know, and everybody is like, whoa, you know. They had to put him in water. Remember, Nomo had to put a water in right. case him in water because they thought he was gonna gonna go off on uh, you know, from his jealousy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: right. You know, so um, how can I speak speak to that now because we have we have people who have mixed mixed genes, you know, we got some, that got white mothers, black fathers, you know, Mexican, you know, whatever. Um, and they may have different views that might be different from, the, say, the average black person. You right. know? And they might keep them to themselves because they don't want to be considered outcasts. You know, but Peppa understood that and gathered the mixed guys. Gave them something to fight for. Gave them a way how to make a living. Even though they didn't have the knowledge that their parents had. A lot of their parents was abandoning their children and wouldn't even give them no help. But then some of them did. They loved their children. Realized that they couldn't live up on the high note with them. But they they taught them. They protected them. They, gave, they taught them best they could. Mm-hmm. That, had, that same dynamic is happening today um, in a lot of ways, you know. He had to deal with his both halves of himself. Right now, whether we whether we have different mixed natures, uh, not mixed natures, mixed uh, uh, nationalities, or whatever, or not, you're still dealing with your shadow self and your, you know, your conscious self. Right. That can also be the same thing I as the dynamics that of him. Yeah. You know, are you going to look down on your shadow side because you get angry about something? or jealousy a little bit if you can mm-hmm. understand it that helps you you know if you dab into it maybe you can learn something like right. he understood why he felt the way he did on a lot of stuff when he went to dragon school right. was like, oh okay now i understand why you know that type of thing
0: yeah
1: but for some reason we won't take the time to check out our minds you know we don't know how to Mm. That's the problem. And where are the, the curriculums for us to do that? So the exercises, you know, right. so, and that's what I, on my site, that's what I, I come up with when I had those groups and different things like that and different workshops and classes. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of things to help us to groom that, to get in touch with that, to help us to, um, to be more well-rounded and our emotions, our energies emotion, you know?
0: Right. Absolutely. I don't
1: know if I answered your question or not. No, no, you did.
0: You absolutely did. And that brings me to this part, because um, about light workers. Cause I know you focus and you mentioned earlier about the light workers, type of light workers, such as you and I. For a person who because that I've heard that used loosely nowadays as of late, like everybody's a light worker. But <laughs> if someone were to ask you,
1: what is a light worker, what would you tell them? That's interesting that you should say that because when I first wrote this book, my niece, who doesn't know anything about anything of conscious uh, dialogue, she said, what is a light worker, A.T. Shell? And then I began to explain to her that a light worker, as far as this book was concerned, is is an entity that came to this planet to help the planet to ascend, spiritually so, to bring Mm -hmm. its gifts, whether it's of healing, of teaching, of learning or whatever. OK, it's, 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 it's a light worker. It didn't come here to do uh, to do uh, anything other, other than that, even though it has a free will to do it if they want to. If they decide they get here and they don't want to do that, they don't have to because we're in a free will zone. You yeah. know, um, to me, that's what a light worker is. It's, it's an entity. All right. Of a specialty that has volunteered to come to this planet to help along those uh, whatever their specialty is, uh, it could be math, it could be being a scientist, it could be just an orator. You know, they're still light worker. You know, but and you're right. The word lo- uh, light worker, love, God, um, you know, all these different words has been stepped on so much and so long until it's it lost its meaning, its power. You yeah. know, that's why we have to redefine things ourselves. I think I think that's very important for us to define our own words, our own experiences, and our own feelings individually, if need be. You know, right? If need be, you know, if it's going to help me to get up up the hump, you know.
0: (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Now, another term that you have in your book is called archons. So, how would you define the archons? I know that deals with the, the gods. I hope I'm pronouncing it right.
1: Yeah, you are because yeah. archons is a it's a name that a lot of authors have used, and even yeah. some some spiritual uh, websites use the word archon to talk yeah. about the the dark side of the ent- of these entities. Yeah. Okay. I, I at first had another word besides archon in the book originally. I was going to okay. use the same word that Doctor Double Blair used to use, which the which were the graves. But then I thought, wow, that would that be sound like too like, I am bit off on him too much, if I just right. say that. So I said, well, Archon. But then when I thought about it, I'm like, well, Archon, even the boule is using Archon, you know? Right. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, so be it then. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it basically fit. Yeah, they
1: Archons too, I mean, you know. <laughs>
0: Definitely. Definitely. I hope
1: you're not a boule, I'm sorry. No, no, I ain't no boule. I, I ain't with Bill Kyle's being now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you never know these days you know what i mean understood understood but um definitely i want to um ask you what would readers or what do you think readers should take away from this book when they get the book what, what is the main thing you would like for them to take away from reading this book
1: hoping that when they read the book that it would make them go within and look at things from a different light you know, to understand that it's just not what's happening on this planet, but what's happening all in the whole solar system and universe. You know, we know it's two universe, probably three, but the two that I know about is the first and the second one. I know we're in the second universe and we're trying to make our way back to the first, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's so much dynamics going on just in our universe, the second one, you know? I want people to read the book. And hopefully it'll, it'll open up their minds to other ways of thinking, other perspectives, besides just what I'm going through, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what am I going through? Understand who you're dealing with. Understand what's going on. Those archives, was go- they were willing to go to war for whatever it took for them to stay on this planet, which is really what's happening now. They're doing everything in their power to, and they've, they've cloned most of the, the politicians. In my opinion, this is just me talking. Okay, right. nobody out there has to agree. Um, but I know that the that these so-called aliens or entities—I call them low-vibrating gods. All right, they then came here and they're trying to hijack this planet. But that's the same thing they did with Marduk. It's the same thing they did at Mars. Both planets have, have been destroyed in its own way you know, with Malbec blowing all the way up and then Mars being incinerated, what should happen to Earth? Now, thankfully, the Intergalactic Federation and the Syrian Councils ordained for nothing to happen to Mother Earth because she was gracious enough to take on all these souls from those planets. So we still got these same bastard, low-vibrating gods from those planets on this one now. And we see what's going on. They use the hypersonic stuff. They're using dematerializing weapons with crystals. That's the same stuff they did over there on other planets. The same right. dynamics. Right. And we got to ask ourselves, well, what was the people doing? Look and see what they're doing now. They ain't doing a damn thing. Okay. <laughs>
0: what <are> they, <laughs> they doing? They're not doing nothing. <laughs> I
1: mean, they don't know what to do. Oh, they're just watching and eating popcorn, like and looking at what's happening instead right. of getting in that imagination and going for. That's what Mar- the Martians did to get to this planet. They yes. saw the blue planet. It was part of their astrology, okay? And they, they, they willed themselves. Now, cosmic science says that the, 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 uh, the tribes of time, okay, dreamed themselves human, all right? That'd be us. We have a job to do to align the solar system back. We're not supposed to have only eight planets, Or seven or whatever it is. We're supposed to have 12 planets, but we don't. So what happened to the other ones? Why is Jupiter so large? Did it consume some of those planets? You know? And and what's 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 the deal between Jupiter and and Saturn? Why are they so close? Why are they why they great conjunction is so important? Because you gotta remember when that great conjunction happened with Saturn and Uranus, I mean not Saturn and Uranus, uh, Saturn and Jupiter back Mm -hmm. here in December 2020, I think. Okay. Uh, was it 2020 or um, uh, 2021? I want to say 2020. That's when we begin to see all the Corona stuff. That's when Mm. we started seeing all of this stuff happening right after that Great Conjunction. And I'm like, okay, so I know I can see why they're calling it the Great Conjunction. Now, they were also implicated in in making the 1260 beam, meaning the 12 calendar 60 minute. Uh, clock type of beam, right. and, and it, that's not going to work in the solar system any longer because it's not natural. All right, even though they've done their damage to us, but it was a beam that basically blew up, mauled it, and it's really destroying our planet
0: Right.
1: because our thinking is off, and we're time travelers. That's what we are. You know, um, yeah. we we do it all the time, and don't even know we time travel. Where's yeah. your mind? That's how you know you time travel. Have you right. sat beside somebody? They're looking out the window. Where's, where's your mind at, baby? You know?
0: Yeah.
1: They're gone. Yeah. They may not want to tell you where they went, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. But they traveled somewhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know?
1: And Indeed. we can do that. We don't have to be in a dream state. Uh, when you get bit by a dog in your dream, that's, and I mean bit, I don't mean nipped. And it and hurt. You wake up and you rub it, you're like, oh, that hurt. But you were, it was just a dream, you say. Mm, yeah. But yet your mind told you about that pain, didn't it? That's right. Okay, and so then if that's the case, do you really need your body, your avatar? You need your astral body, but what right. about the physical body? You don't need it. Right. Only for this planet you need it.
0: Right.
1: Only for this planet. But if you can, if you can put your, take your mind and go time travel and your astral body is all good, you're gone. Right. You're gone not dead gone, you are gone to experience other realities. That's all. Right. But right now, we all should around right about now we should all be ready to spend to experience another reality besides this here stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah, is. this is ridiculous.
0: Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It's got that Absolutely. Now you mentioned something interesting about what took place in 2020. Now, I've heard some some um teachers, such as Dr. Aleem Elbey and uh, Brother Panic speak on um Beetlejuice. The Beetlejuice. What's your take on that as far as how that relates into in your information? Do you know? Oh, what's your take on it basically as far
1: as on Beetlejuice, the plant, the
0: the star system,
1: period? Yeah, the star system, yes. Um <laughs> I don't know what to think. All I know is that it's bright one minute and then it's dim the next. They don't know if it's going to explode. Then they say, well, it's going to explode. Oh no, now it's not going to explode. So I'm not sure where it fits within the Orion area, Orion belt area, okay? But it's right there. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they have some type of influence over Sirius and over uh, Regulus and all of those places. That's the reason why I, I, I tell people on my channel, um, it's important for us to begin to learn not only the, the maps of the United States of GPSs, but of, also of the cosmos. We need to know these star systems, where they how far they are, where they're going. I mean, why not? You know, it's still a part of our world. You know, now what do I what role does Betelgeuse play for Earth? I'm not sure. I know hmm. I know that the scientific world is very um uh deaf on keeping up with beetle juice okay or bellow juice however they want to pronounce it but but the thing about it is what influence does it have have on our solar system i'm not sure i I don't know i would have to go listen to panic and 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 dr lane to hear what they're saying because i i don't um um i i really try to just stick with serious all right, Understood. with the A, B, and then now the C. C yeah.
0: Um, I yeah.
1: I try to stick with the Arturians, uh, the mm-hmm. mothership, you know, and but mainly the sun, mainly the gotcha. sun, gotcha. you know, because that's what's bringing us our information through these star uh, sunspots, you know, through the mm-hmm. radiation that we call it radiation, but it's actually information. It's light, consciousness, you know, all of those yes. things. It's coming from the middle of the galaxy, which is the Hunab Code. so. You know, and that's that one movement of measure. It's giving out information to everybody in the solar system, you know, what they call the black hole. But actually, I think that's a a central system, uh, a central station. All right. Mm -hmm. And that's everything moving and working. You know, Um, everybody got a job. Ain't nobody going there going to take off their shoes and walk all over, God's heaven. No, you got a job to do.
0: (laughs) Right, right. That's cool. So with that said, um, we're going to kind of wrap up and I thank you for spending this time with oh,
1: me. Oh, I thank you for asking me to come on. Uh, you know, I'm going to uh, see if I can put it on my channel too. <laughs> okay,
0: cool, cool. We'll make that happen. Yeah. I have two last questions. One is for a new aspiring author and you and I are authors so we know the process. What advice would you give to them
1: oh to any any aspiring author um i would say to me the the main thing is not so much your content i don't think because anybody you can write any about anything you want i would say have a second pair of fresh eyes edit 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 (laughs) you know um make sure that grammar is correct that's the main thing um try to just be clear about what it is that you're that you're writing about that you're explaining so that people won't go, uh, you know, just make it as simple as possible. But editing, that's to me, that's the that's the crux of writing a book, you know, because you can write about anything, you know, and just make sure that it's edited correctly. That's what I was saying.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. And for those who want to um, reach out to you, get your book, um, check out your classes and everything, how can they get in contact with you?
1: I have the uh, the journey back to Earth, which you can be bought on Amazon. Um, if you have Kindle, it's uh, way cheaper than the book. If you want, I also have another book called The Metal Worker. Uh, the author is my pen name, Ambrose Commons, but it's actually Ambrose Commons is a, one of my spirit guides. <laughs>
0: okay. And
1: um, my spirit guide helped me to write this book, which is actually a past life of mine. Um, it's, a, it's another interesting book. It's, it talks about, it's it's um, from Egypt, uh, about a young guy who's grown up, um, you know, basically he's the only boy in the family and all the things he's going through and jealousy from the other classmates when he goes to the temple and, you know, to learn and he becomes a scribe and he becomes a metal worker. So he's trying to juggle both jobs plus the women, you know, <laughs> And the jealousy of him being caught up with paying taxes to to the pharaoh it's it's a it's it's um it's also a good book, I think it was fun writing that one. It was way fun to me writing this one, but it was okay. also sad, you know because it talks about it speaks on taxes, it speaks on um on you know marriages that are are just there to help with the children type of thing, and there's no love, you know. It, it speaks on a lot of different stuff, riches, uh, you know, on um, duty, you know, what, what certain duties were back then, you know, as a noble, you know, you just didn't, uh, there's a lot of things that was expected of you as a noble in the noble class. You couldn't just marry anybody you want to, you know, Right. you had to marry somebody in the same class. And so we're talking about people who are falling in love and who couldn't marry, parents were against it. You know, all, all that kind of stuff. And it's, I, I like uh, the metal Worker. So you can also get that on Amazon. Um, or you can write the original Titan info at the original Titan, and, um, and I could sell you the book for way cheaper than they'll probably sell it to you for on Amazon. Now, if you want to come to the originaltitan.com to see what we have as far as free lectures, lectures for pay, um, I got a workshop that's coming up called Gods in Training 101 that's going to kick off for one heptad, what we call weeks, one week, July 11th through the 17th. And uh, I would invite anybody to come out. You don't have to know the Hall of my Perceiver or anything like that, but it will help you to, to go within and to begin to cultivate your God powers that you have already that's sitting there dormant. You know?
0: Great, great. Yeah. Well, Everybody, I want to say
1: thank you, sham Thank oh. you for this opportunity. And you know what? I, I, told, uh, I told Adnaz, I said, why you kept him away all this time? You know? <laughs> <laughs> why you kept him a secret all this time? Because, you know, we've been doing the animations for almost, uh, I want to say, a year and a half. She was the one who, uh, who convinced me to use real voices besides the voices that I was using on those cartoons. You know, and, I, and she's been a character... Yeah. Every sense, you know yeah. moon glow so yeah. um and which happens to be part of her can you know yeah. she's can 229 the moon yes. you know so yes i'll tell her she was talking about, i want to be a part of the, the journey back to Earth. i said okay because everybody can have a part there's right. so many characters in that book you know but i um when i get it together and start really doing the production i would definitely let you know okay
0: definitely definitely <laughs> All right uh, then,
1: brother. I want to say thank you.
0: My pleasure.
1: Peace and love.
0: Peace and love.
1: All right.